welcome to episode 23 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 29th of August, 2016. I'm Darren, and joining me as always is Terry. Hello. 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 How are we, Terry? Scared. Scared? Scared. No, just what we were talking about before we hit record, just this year is going super quick. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's scaring me, and old man things are happening, and life just seems to be flying by. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get any slower. It's that existential up, crisis. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, no, I'm fine. Cool. What so about yourself? tell me, what have you been up to? Well, seeing as you've got rather lengthy list, we don't need to know about my exciting life, which I lead. So why don't you kick us off by uh, by what you've been up to? Okay. Uh, so so just so everyone nothing, knows, no, you've, just, you've done nothing. Just, not, okay. just nothing. <laughs> cool. So I failed Tough Mudder. Um, I didn't make ah. it. I've, uh, huh. yeah, so I've, I've unfortunately been suffering with old man problems for about two months now, uh, to the extent where I just couldn't face being in a field. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into details, but it's, it's an ailment that provides a certain sense of, um, urgency, shall we say. Okay. Um, so the, the thought of being like four and a half hours in a field without a toilet close by would be problematic, should we say. Mm. 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 I have, however, d- developed a skill. So you know how you see on like all these spy movies and stuff, mm. where it's like you, Bourne, uh, Jason Bourne, for example, it, it'll, be, it'll, it'll go into a little diner, it'll clock where all the doors are, it'll clock where all the people are. <laughs> I walk into a building, I clock where the loo is, I, I work out the frequency people are going in there. It's like, if I had to run for it, what <laughs> anyway it, it's become quite interesting <laughs> I, I haven't exactly started taking out paper and pen working out you know just how how popular the toilets are and the likelihood but <laughs> let's just say i've become very familiar with all eight bathrooms and the cleaners schedule at work get them to well that's what i was just going to say what you should do is print your own schedule out and get people as they go in fill it out so you can then work the times out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> get them to do the work for you but yeah it's become quite interesting because uh, uh, i work in quite a large building um and we've got um eight bathrooms right okay and uh, the cleaner basically starts in one corner goes up down round does it again does it again does it again and it does it like three times during the day i know now depending on what time it is what the likelihood of where he's going to be <laughs> so i can avoid that <laughs> oh god yeah so but no we're on the mend we're down from about a death con 2 to about death con 4 um still not 100 percent, but sure um in, in fact per- perfect example i went out for, um basically i i had last week working from home um because mm. i just thought right i need to sort this out uh and, and to be fair if uh the minimum i move is the best i feel right okay. um so i thought right well let me just work from home for a week and just you know sort sort the shit out literally um <laughs> and uh I, I thought on saturday morning i thought you know what i'm feeling loads better i'm gonna go out for a run uh, <laughs> went out for a run i thought right yeah nice steady pace got about a mile mile and a half from home i went shit i need to go <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so um basically i had to stop dead and give it right I'm going to have to limp this home and <laughs> just made it home. And I tell you that last 10 meter sprint was, uh, there was some world records broken. I tell you. <laughs> some Usain Bolt. Yeah. Times but, putting in there. But yeah, anyway, it's, it's unfortunate, but uh, I lost quite a lot of money not doing Tough Mudder. Um, yes. I, I didn't go for the, the wimpy ticket where you could uh, cash it in or, you know, cancel it. I, mm. I was like, well, why wouldn't I ever not want to go to Tough Mudder? But, you know. Because you're a man. Because I'm a man. Um, but, yeah. but to be fair, based on the, the previous Tough Mudder, the, there were plenty of sections. I'm not sure that would have been too pleasant doing. From the description when you did the last one, I can imagine. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it's probably the best. You probably would have only made it worse by doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so. But you'll be ready for the next one. Yeah, well, I've got the, um, I've got the mud run with my brother on the uh, 1st of October. So mm. I'm just hoping yeah. that um, I've got this week off. So I'm hoping after this week, everything should all settle down and uh, uh, I can fly around that. Cool. So yeah, yeah, all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Qu- quite sadly, the tough mother weekend. I actually spent. Um, I actually spent. I, I had the Monday off because uh, because tough mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually spent all three days in bed. 
That's how rough I was. Jeez. Yeah, so. But you'll you'll see the result of that when you see what I've been playing and what I've been watching. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so it's been productive at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yesterday I went to a sausage fest. <laughs> you did, didn't you, Darren? You went to the biggest sausage fest going. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I went with Anthony and Amanda. They're um, my co-host from the Scutcast and his wife. And in Nottingham there was something called a Sausage Insider Festival. Mm-hmm. So we thought, you know what, Let, let's go and see what it's like. Um, headlining acts were Michael Jackson, Aretha Franklin, um, Amy Winehouse, Kasabian. <laughs> I was like, really? And then you look at the small print, it says tribute. It's a tribute band. <laughs> I mean, it would have been far more, like, had you thought about that a bit earlier? Yeah. Like Michael Jackson, Amy, Amy Winehouse, like they're just going to resurrect the corpses. <laughs> <laughs> just have them just kind of just wheel them out on a gurney on stage and just get like a backing track playing. Yeah. Oh, uh, what did they do with the holograms? Um, did they do Mickey J a hologram that time? Uh, yeah. Was it Was it a two-pack? It was a two-pack, yeah, but I think they did yeah. Michael Jackson, although we're going to. I think they were going to, but uh, yeah, that'd be way more impressive. Yeah. But this was this was um, quite a small affair. It was uh, There was a single stage. And it was in the middle of uh, playing fields. And basically you had this one stage, you had this one beer tent, and you had a couple of food stands, and that was about it. Um, I mean, it was only a tent to get in, so it wasn't too bad. Um, You're going to tell me they did like burgers or something like that, are you? There was no sausages there. There were sausages, um, and there were burgers as well, but the prices were just ridiculous. I mean, the, the beer, uh, the, the ciders were four quid a pop. So it was like, okay, that's fair enough. Mm. I, I went for sausage and chips. So just normal foot-long sausage with chips. Six and a half quid. They better have been fucking gourmet for that bloody no, price. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, but was it, it at least battered? Uh, no, no, no. No, no, just plain sausage. Gravy? Uh, nope. Nope. All extras. <sighs> I know. So it, it was all right. I mean, I was sat in a field until about half nine last night. So um, hmm. drinking drinking seven and a half percent ciders. Nice and no hangover or uh, nothing. Well, it's it's quite early the following day, so I'm at that stage where I feel good, which probably means I'm still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> when I get to lunchtime and I start feeling like death, I'll be like, ah, right, there's the hangover. There it is. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, that's what we've been up to. Uh, let's go on to what we've played. Checkpoint. So Terry, tell me about what you've been playing. I finally give Mass Effect uh, a go again. Okay. After, you know, you mentioned it on the last episode. Yeah. Urged me to play it. Uh, yeah, I played, I would say, probably a couple of hours of that. Okay. Uh, I found a, a, I was on a planet called Pharos, which is a colony-based planet, and things were going on, and I was saving people, and I was doing stuff, and talking to a lot of people. Nice. And then dying, and then realizing, oh man, this doesn't have like an auto save ah, thing. So yes, yes. then go back half an hour and do the entire thing all over again. Yes, but it was fun. I was willing to do that because I was enjoying it oh, that's uh, good. a lot. You know, it was one, not one of those like, shit, this is a chore. I've got to do this all over. It was like, nope, I know what I'm doing now. I will do it in a more efficient manner. And I've been kind of seriously going into the whole specking my weapons and putting all the upgrade things on there. Nice, so, nice. Um, you know, kind of, oh, right, okay, this would work with this. And then just realizing that, and then I just kind of pissed it through that section. Yeah, yeah. Took me all about like 10 minutes to do it instead of half an hour the first time around. But... Yeah, because you'll get to the point where I'll be like, well, that guy's good with the sniper, so I'll equip him with the sniper and I'll send him up yeah. there. And then he can cover my ass there. And you, and you can go in there with the shotgun and you're going to be good with that. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've, I'm kind of, I'm not as strong with the tactics side of thing as I would like to be. I need, I need to kind of properly play with that, but yeah. it's just been a lot of me like, ah, run in here and do stuff like I normally do on games. Right, okay. Uh, and then they're just kind of covering me. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been good. Uh, so like I said, I put a couple more hours into that. I don't need to put way more hours into it, but it's uh, it's it's a start. No, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. It, like I say, we're, it just didn't feel like a chore. It was, uh, you know, going back and doing it again. I've, I've learned my lesson now. Okay, cool. Uh, which is the main thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You and me played the Titanfall 2 test thing that they did, did. Yeah, the pre-alpha um, test. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, um, it's more Titanfall. Um, 
So uh, we both mm. had a, I won't say a concern, but there was a, a niggle with it. Um, I, mean, I think there was a concern. Well, they've they've actually fixed said concern. Uh, yeah. And that was the whole point of the um, uh, getting customer feedback. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're both average gamers. Um, oh, we, uh, speak for yourself, Mr. Darren. Well, you were always under the, underneath me on the leaderboard, so... Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> before what you used to get was your Titan would um, just slowly tick up and every two minutes so you get your Titan. Where with this one, it was more a get some kills in, uh, be rewarded for those, and then you get your Titan. Um, yeah. But what it meant is during the matches, it was like five, ten minutes before we were getting our Titans. Um, not because we were shit, it's just that it, it was more of a chore to do. Yeah. Um, and that just, it, for me, it kind of took something out of the game because I didn't feel quite as badass. I didn't feel like I was having as much fun. But I must admit that grappling hook was amazing. Once you got your head around that, yeah. You could do some amazing things. I think the thing with me was uh, it was just how empty the levels felt without the Titans running around. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you think with like regular Titanfall, people are you know getting Titans within about two, three minutes. Yeah, sure. And then it just goes hectic for the full on match, which yeah, yeah. always made it very interesting and really cool. But I'm I'm glad that they've made that change where it's time based rather than kill based. Because I mean, for people you know that suck. At, that's that game if they had that where it's like no you have to get kills to get your titan yeah you know there could be a lot of people out there that won't ever get a titan oh yeah uh, i mean it, which would be a shame yeah i mean first couple of maps when we didn't when we didn't recognize the maps or know where we were going or, or the game modes um mm-hmm. it was it was barely well it was pretty much in the last couple of minutes we were actually getting our titans for the first time wasn't it yeah uh, and the whole titanfall thing it, it just wasn't titanfall <laughs> Uh, I know it's a, a a bit of a small pick, but you know the uh, the ambient dialogue and the, you know the you know during like Titanfall where yeah. the picture comes up in the top left and you've got like some a little bit of narrative that sort of thing. I kind of felt like it was missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I mean, this is this is a pre-alpha test, so they were testing the servers more than anything else. But um, yeah. let's uh, I'd be interested to see when this goes through the alpha and the beta stage what changes actually happen in it. Uh, mm. But again, it got me very excited for Titanfall. Yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I, I am excited for it. I mean, knowing that they've made these uh, these changes that people were concerned about, mm. they, they are genuinely listening to fans yeah. uh, as to what they want out of it. So it's uh, it's been productive. Apparently, uh, they had one over the weekend as well. Oh, right. Cool. They had another one. So I don't know whether that included the changes that have been made. So, ah, okay. Uh, but yeah, good stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm apprehensive, but... They can bring it back to vanilla Titanfall. I'm I'm all in. Mm. Vanilla Titanfall with a grappling hook. Yeah. Equals awesome. Exactly. No more snipers. No. So have you played anything else? I have. Uh, I played Deus Ex. Okay. Go. Ah. The puzzle game on the iPad. So I've not tried any of these because there's Hitman Go. There's, is, there's a Tomb Raider one as well, is there? Uh, yeah, it's Lara Croft Go, yeah. Hitman, and uh, now Deus Ex. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It, it's basically you, how do you get from A to B, um, and you can only kind of like swipe up, down, left, right. There's there's no real actions in it. You don't like beat anyone up. It's very you got to be very strategic and think about how you're going to move. In this case, Jensen uh, through the board, you know, without you know getting killed or anything like that. Uh, it's it's fun. It, it follows suit with the with the rest of the Go series. Uh, it's got its own art style, which I like that even though it's a part of a series, yeah. they all have their distinct feel. Uh, the art style changes to kind of suit the actual game itself, like Hitman was a very chessboard-looking game. Okay. Uh, Lara Croft uh, you know, was like old-school Lara Croft, but you know, the, the sceneries and everything just kind of made the, the visuals pop quite a lot. And Deus Ex, you know, follows suit with that, which which is good. Uh, it, it plays well. It looks good. Uh, apparently, it has some tines to the game. You get uh, Praxis kits, which are like your upgrades, basically. Okay. But only works on PC and Xbox One. Oh, wow. Okay. There is no PS4 version, so you can't, uh, uh, you know, unlock Praxis kits, which is a bit weird. Uh, but yeah, I'm having fun with that. It's it's kind of a fun. Oh, I've got a spare five minutes. I'll just play that while you know I'm supposed to be doing stuff at work. Yeah. Uh, 
But then, Darren, I played the Big Daddy itself. I played Mankind Divided. Yes. So how are you getting on with it? Finished it. You finished it? Yeah, finished it yesterday. Jesus Christ. I've probably put about 20-odd hours into it. Okay. Worth it? Uh, Obviously spoiler-free, but... Yeah, uh, considering it's only just been out less than a week. But Mm. uh, yeah, definitely. I had a lot of fun with it. It was one of those where I'd got to the end and thought, Mark... I need more. Oh, wow. Okay. I would like more in my life. It doesn't stray away too far from the Deus Ex formula. I mean that in the sense of human revolution. Sure. Okay. Uh, you know, if, if you like human revolution, you're most likely like Mankind Divided. In fact, I'm willing to bet you will like Mankind Divided. Mm, I'm sure I will. Yeah, I enjoyed the last one. If you like that, it's more of that. Uh it's not a spoiler to say that there there are more abilities there 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 are you know there are more things to it that kind of make the game feel a little bit more fresh okay. uh, in a sense but uh you know it's it all the hacking's back the game you know the gameplay all that sort of stuff the shooting mm. uh, i got the trophy for pacifist i didn't okay. kill a single person in my first playthrough oh wow okay uh, which i'm proud of but then i noticed that there was uh, a trophy called the foxiest of foxiest of the hounds. Okay. Uh, which means that you cannot set a single alarm off uh, during the game, which, of course, I'm going to try and go for that yeah, because sure. how can there be a trophy called that and me not go for it? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's a very fun game. I, I genuinely want more. Uh, I mean, the opening mentions about a Deus Ex universe. Mm, so okay. if they can incorporate way more games into it, I'd be uh, I'd be a very happy bunny. Um, but yeah, this, this story's okay. Uh, it's it's fine. It it leaves a lot of stuff kind of open in a sense. Mm, okay. But it, yeah, it has a resolution, but it, 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 there is stuff still. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this game is good. Uh, I'd encourage anyone that played Human Revolution to to play this as well. Okay. Because you're going to get a very familiar experience out of it. Uh, they change the control scheme. But you can have it to the older Human Revolution, right? Okay, uh, which is uh, which is good if you've if you've been playing that recently. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I played, the Hitman Elusive Target. Uh, started a new video series of me trying to take down the elusive targets. This is where and you just get one chance, isn't it? Yeah, the elusive target. You've got like a seventy-two hour window to take down this target. Okay, it's there once, and you can. You know, once it's gone, it's gone. You get one shot. If you fuck it up, that's it. Done. You can never play that again. Wow. Okay. Uh, so I thought it'd be cool to kind of document that uh, in a video series. So uh, that is up. That was up this morning. So by the time you hit this, it was up Monday. So yeah, um, probably go give that a watch. It's surprisingly tense, knowing that you've only got one chance to do it. Yeah, I can imagine. It's very interesting, like, how nervous you feel like it's not a spoiler but in like in the first couple of minutes i thought i'd messed it up and it was going to be like a three minute video so it's like ah shit uh but you know i managed to recover i managed to recover but yeah see the results of that in the video but yeah it's good it, it is very fun uh in fact uh the episode four uh of hitman came out okay the the next episode of it came out and that was very fun it was basically set in a hotel and you had to take a guy out doing stuff and things, um, which took me about an hour and a half to finish that one mission. Oh, wow. Uh, which is the the very big open levels, uh, which can take it down however you want. They leave it, again, same as Deus Ex, you know, they, they leave it to play however you want. Right. Uh, so I could go in all guns blazing and, and try and kill people. I wouldn't recommend that, mm, but... Mm. Uh, you know, there are many side things like with Deus Ex, there's vents, you know, that you can climb up like pipes and get into different rooms and do all the fun stuff. So, so yeah, uh, that's probably about it for me. Okay. Uh, the only kind of one little rant I want to have really quickly. Go. Uh, my old Gato, uh, 60. So I tried to record uh, WWE 2K16. Okay. And I tried to record Deus Ex. Now, for some reason, during the cutscenes, uh, the audio kept skipping every two seconds, hmm. which was immensely frustrating. Plugged it in as normal, and you know, straight to the TV, 
absolutely fine. Did you did you ever get that HDMI splitter? No. Okay. I don't know if that would actually... Yeah, uh, I've seen similar things. Uh, I was going to ask you about that, but yeah, so that'll be what it is then. Yeah. Because it was like, well, you're supposed to capture from this. Why are you struggling? Because the, the PS4 doesn't seem to want to yeah, yeah. struggle. So, uh, so yeah, that was a bit of a bugger because I actually did want to you know, slap some more stuff on there and show people my amazing wrestling skills. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll have to get that splitter because if that is the problem, then uh, yeah, that yeah. will solve everything. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. So myself, I've been busy, and this is absolutely nothing to do with the fact that I was working from home. It's purely coincidence. All right, okay. Yeah. No, let's let's be honest. I had three days at home in bed, and then I had four days working from home. <laughs> no, Darren, you put the, the wrong inflection there. Working. I did some work, yep. Those pictures you sent me, <laughs> the only thing you worked on was finishing games. So anyway, I uh, <laughs> I finished Far Cry 4, really enjoyed it. To be fair, I wasn't, uh, I didn't really think that much of the main story. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I've spoken to you offline. I mean, I thought Pagan Min was great. I uh, just didn't think you got to see him that much. And uh, the, the whole squabble that you had to deal with as part of the main story, I was like, meh. So, but I enjoyed everything else, really enjoyed everything else. I can spend hours yeah. in there. Um, I finished Uncharted 1 the from the remastered collection. Uh, yeah, when did you finish that? Um, one evening after work. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was a few there was a few bits in it which memories came flooding back and I went, ah, oh, this bit. For example, on a jet ski going upstream with exploding barrels. That was horrendous to have to do that again. Yeah, I can imagine some of those parts were a bit rough to go back to. Yeah, but again, enjoyed it. Um, looking forward to playing the other two and then finally getting around to uh, Uncharted 4. So I did something I never do. I I dropped on the season pass for a Telltale game. Oh my God. You know, normally what I do is I wait for like all five or six episodes or whatever to be out, then I'll drop on the season pass and then just play them all back to back. Mm. However, what I find is, although I'm enjoying it, I just feel it like it's a bit of a chore doing like 10 to 12 hours of a Telltale game. Yeah, I can I can see that. So yeah. I thought, right, there's a Batman one out, I'm, I'm just going to drop on it and I'm going to do it episodic. And so when the next one comes out, I'll do it in two hour chunks and it's going to be amazing. Yes, and, and is it amazing? I really enjoyed it. Uh, the, they've really managed to capture the the dark Batman theme. Okay. Um, they've done some very cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't really spoil it, but it's um, yeah, they've done some very very interesting stuff. And if you're a slight, if you're the slightest fan of Batman, I'd highly recommend getting it. Mm. I'm talking to you, Mister Hounder. Mm-hmm. I think you will highly, highly, highly love it. I was going to get the first episode of it because I think that's going for like a fiver. Yeah, so I mean, I think there's five episodes. I bought the season pass for twenty five quid, so I didn't, I didn't benefit from buying the season pass. But then again, they did that with Minecraft, and they added like two, three more episodes. Sure, didn't they? yeah, yeah. So you've got the benefit of that, I suppose. Yeah, but um, I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, it's interesting what they've done, and it works very, mm. very well. Yeah, I'll even if I just give the one uh, episode a purchase and, and just see what that's like. I, I think you'll then continue with it. I mean, it's Batman, so yeah, most yeah, likely. Yeah. Um, I completed Bioshock Two. Yeah, yeah. So again, I was I was kind of flicking through um, my list of games that I was currently playing on uh, How Long to Beat, and I'm like, oh, Bioshock Two, uh, the remaster collections just come out, and I thought, well, I already own it on PS3 and on the Xbox 360 and on the PC. Thought, you know what? I'm just gonna have to complete it and just get it done out of the way because I'm I'm not gonna drop on the remastered collection and have a fourth copy of it. I mean, th- that remastered collection looks pretty good. It does, but to be fair, uh, what I think once you got past the first half hour, um, the game looked and sounded brilliant. It didn't need a remastered version. Oh, definitely, yeah. The the original versions of, of Bioshock and one and two, um, and even Infinite, they they all look like stunning games. Yeah, yeah. So I've yeah, so I've now finished uh, Bioshock Two and looking forward to the DLC because everybody's suggesting that it's the best thing ever. Yeah, I Minerva's Den. I I hear that is absolutely fantastic. So 
Yeah, so I've got that download. It's on my Xbox, and I've got this week off, so um, no doubt I'll have that finished by the time this episode is. Pretend that you're working. I was busily working. I, I was running some tests that took quite a lot of time to run, but there's not a lot you can do in between. And your internet did go down at that one time, didn't it? It did actually go down. Um, there you go. You see. Yeah, yeah. Virgin were doing work in the area. I was like, shit. <laughs> Going back to prehistoric era there, Darren, Jesus, it was, how could you cope? Well, the thing is, because my I've got a lot of um, home automation going on, it relies on an internet connection, and my home automation broke, basically, while the t- connection was down. God damn it. I know, I know. I, I was like a normal person. It was horrible. Have to actually stick your head out of a window to see how warm it is. Yes, yeah, I didn't have any alerts <laughs> popping up or anything like that. Saying... <laughs> but anyway. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I played, or should say I have played, about 10 hours of Rebel Galaxy, you know, through the PS Plus. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Even as a single player thing, I know that that was kind of the main worry about this. So, you know how they say, uh, is it Kingdoms of Amlar is a good introduction into the Souls games? Yeah. This is a good introduction into your space sim games. So it's kind of, go and play this. It's very hand-holdy. It's very lightweight, but it gives you a good feel for whether you like something like Elite or like EVE Online or something like that. Right, okay. I guess my only criticism with it is you've got, even though you're in big open world space, you can only move on two axes. So you can't move Mm. up or down, which which is okay. But when you've got people attacking you from below... And you're just basically trying to shoot at them, but moving the angle and they're out of angle and stuff. It just, that felt a little bit off. That feels more restrictive than anything else. Yeah, but I kind of, I can see why they've done it because as I said, it's, it's quite lightweight. So it basically you've got combat, you've got just random missions, uh, going, getting dead drops, things like that, um, doing trading, uh, upgrading ships, upgrading weapons. It's good. It's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I don't see me complaining it anytime soon because um, I've spent that 10 hours. I'm still in the same the same universe. Um, and the whole thing is to get out of this universe, you've got to set, save up, I think it's three quarters of a million so you can then buy a jump drive so you can then move to another system. Right. Okay. Sounds like um, No Man's Sky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's good. It, I think it's going to be one of those that just sits on the back burner and I drop in every now and again, and go and do some missions and mm. build up some cash and do a bit of trading and things. But yeah, not bad at all. Cool. I've been playing a little bit more Ultron. Okay. That game's pretty brutal, but it's it's enjoyable as a twin stick shooter. It, yeah, I've I've not played a lot of it, and in fact, I don't know if I have played any of it. But mm. I know I played uh, Titan Attack. Titan Attack, yeah. I like that. That was a very very good game. So I should probably give Ultron a proper go. Yeah, it's it's enjoyable. I like it. it it's mm. my go to uh, you know quick five minute game at the moment. Right, okay. And then finally, I'm punishing myself by playing Killzone Mercs. Punishing yourself? Yeah, so I, I bought Killzone Mercenaries uh, many moons ago uh, on the Vita. Mm. And it's it, it was one of the games, you know when the, the Vita TV came out, and I think there was Borderlands and there was this, that they went, right, okay, we've, we've up-raised to 720 and uh, we've done full control spot. And yeah. I was like, oh, sweet. And it's something that I keep going back to and keep playing a little bit, get my ass into me, because I don't know about yourself, but I've always found kill zone games brutal. Yeah. So you've yeah. got you've got a kill zone game, which is kind of loosely mapped to the DualShock 4, but the buttons are off, if you know what I mean. So the the, the more the PlayStation 3 buttons, so you use the, the, the L1 and R1 as your shoot and stuff instead of the back two. Sure. I can understand why, though, with it being on the Vita, with it only having Absolutely, yeah. L1, R1, so... Yeah, yeah. So, again, it's I'm enjoying it, but looking at the trophies, I've got five five missions left to go, and each mission is taking about an hour, and each mission I'm getting my ass handed to me at some point, because there'll be a, a protect quest or, or something like that, and it's just like, man, this is rough. Right, okay. I mean, visually, it looks stunning. It plays very well. Um, it's just, it's just hard. I'm, I'm just finding it really difficult. Uh, yeah, I can agree. I've played. I only played maybe like two, three missions of it. Mm. But yeah, there was there were like situations where it's like oh, I could go through this in stealth and stab people, mm. uh, and then I'd just immediately get caught for no reason whatsoever and die very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a bit unfair, but no. I, I mean, it looked it looked really nice on the Vita as well. 
Mm, it, it looks it looks stunning on the PlayStation TV. Well, I say, I'm, I'm just glad it upscales, uh, you know, upscales well. But mm. Good stuff. So yeah, that's that's me for games. Um, as you can see, there's quite a lot I've played. Um, as I said, absolutely nothing to do with the fact that I was working from home. Boss, okay, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Hi to Darren's boss if he's listening. Yeah. So let's discuss what we've been watching. So Terry, talk to me. The only thing that I have watched, because I've played, you know, I've been playing a decent amount of stuff over the past couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let me preface this by saying that uh, Saturday, you don't have a problem. What? <laughs> preface it by you don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. So I came home from work on Saturday. Um walked into the living room and there's my mother and she's got a big smile on her face, turned towards the TV and she's been watching Stranger Things. Ah, okay. Because I'd been going on about it so much. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, oh my God. Anytime that Stranger Things is on, I'm not going to like not watch it because uh, that's like a cardinal sin. So I ended up watching like the last three episodes with her, just sat watching it. Okay. Did, did you cry again? I nearly did, yeah. It's emotional getting towards that end. Oh man, I nearly spoiled it there, but I'm not going to because I know there's still people out there watching. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, man, it's so good. Season two can't come round quick enough. Is there going to be a season two? I hope so. I I don't think they've officially announced it yet, but but in your head they have. I I would like to believe so with the amount of like fandom that that series has garnered in what less than a month two months yeah sure uh it's it's bloody powerhouse is that is that sure i mean well i texted you the other day to tell you that there were bloody woman walking around with a stranger things t-shirt yeah and imagine like immediately got like super excited and is like oh you got a stranger things t-shirt i want it yeah it's, it's amazing how fast it's picked up like a cult following definitely yeah uh it's it's quite impressive really but my mum enjoyed it. She she liked it quite a lot. Uh, she can understand kind of why I was uh, uh, I'm still obsessed with it. So mm. uh, that genuinely is the only thing I watched other than the challenge stuff because I've been playing so much stuff recently. Oh, cool! I've just not had time to uh, time to watch anything. Cool. But you've far made up for it. So yeah. So I've had um, so the times when I've been uh, in fact the the, the weekend when I was feeling particularly rough um there were times where i was just like you know what i'm just not in the mood for gaming i just want to lay and feel sorry for myself and watch something so that's what i usually do every single day (laughs) fair enough so lonely so i i watched a couple of films one that you watch for your challenge um Mm. one that you're gonna watch for the your next challenge okay um and some others so so I watched Commando. Uh, we'll discuss that later uh, yes, with your challenge. I watched, um, is it The Revenant? Revenant? The, the Revenant. Revenant, that's how you pronounce it. Um, I have to say the they have got some absolutely stunning shots. Mm. So some of the set pieces, it's just like, oh, you just see them walking across you know, a field or whatever. But the yeah. way that it's framed, absolutely amazing. Uh, some of the other shots, though, were a bit weird. It was uh, very close up. Uh, face shots so they'll be talking and uh, the cameraman must have been literally feet away from the face (laughs) but it was one of these films for me that was too long I I mean I've I yeah I don't know I kind of got that I kind of got that feeling from the trailers that it was going to be something that felt like it should be I don't know maybe hour and a half, two hours long, but mm. looked like it was going to be like a three-hour magnum opus that was like very... Because it's, it's got like a nice blue film yes, over yeah. it. And I've not seen the film. I'm going off the trailers. Yeah. A nice blue, cold feel to it all. And yeah, yeah. Just imagine it feeling very oppressive yeah. uh, in a sense. Not in a, not in a bad way, but well, I mean, that's I'm guessing that's what they're going for, but I can't sit through three hours of that. No, uh, and I think that was my problem. Um, so I was watching it, and I was like, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yep, get it. Is this still going? Yep, I get it. Um, 
And yeah, I think it was about two and a half, two, two and a three quarter. Right, okay. And I got to the end and I'm like, God, thank God that's done. Like exhausting or just bored? Um, I I was fairly bored, to be honest. Um, right, okay. The, the, the kind of, I wouldn't say over-exaggerated some scenes, but the, there's a certain part where uh, something happens to Leonardo DiCaprio's character, mm-hmm. which means that he struggles to walk. Right, okay. And instead of, so you basically you then get him crawling for X amount of time because that's the only way he can move. But instead of giving it, right, you were there, you're now there, and let's just draw a big trail in the snow so we can see what you've done. No, 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 no. Let's film every single time you pull through that snow. And it was just like, right, okay, so it took him five minutes to get there. Brilliant. Okay, he's just done something. Oh, great. It needs to go somewhere else. Here's another five minutes. They really padded it out by the sounds of it. Yeah, which, uh, again, I guess if it's your kind of film, then you'd have got a lot from it. But I was just like, come on, get on with it. Was was this the film that Leonardo DiCaprio earned his Oscar nomination, or do you think that there'd have been better films earlier in his career that you know that, that earned him that Oscar? Not oh, you know, definitely earlier. So something like uh, Wolves of Wall Street, maybe. Mm. So I then watched a film that we were recommended early days of the podcast. Um, I think we were asking for suggestions for films. Sure. You know, when we started the film challenge. Yeah, and I believe it was uh, uh, Neil Jarrett, uh, Baron von Pleb that suggests mm-hmm. a film called The Last Dragon. Right, okay. Now, I laid and watched this, and I I absolutely loved it. Hmm. But I'm not sure I was meant to. It was... Um, right, okay. I mean... Th- is this because you were supposed to be working? No, 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 this was this ah. was on, on, on my days off. Mm-hmm. It's a film that's shot in the 80s. Um, okay. I think 86, I think. But it's almost like if somebody had done a spoof 80s film now. Ah, right. Okay, sure. Some of the... It, there, there was just a lot that happens in it. And I was like, are these being, are these being serious? Is this what it was like in the 80s? Or are they taking the piss? <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure. But, I mean, slight spoiler, it's it's your next film. So we'll discuss more in depth on the next show. I'll be interested to talk about it. Because I, I really enjoyed it, but... There were many times I was watching it, I was like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> it's always a good sign. Yeah. So, so yeah. And then the final one I've watched is something called Midnight Special. Oh, I... Yeah, so this was... Um, I've, I've cancelled the film now, but this was uh, the last film that they sent me. And it, it was just something new on the list, something that they actually had in stock, and I didn't have to wait three, three months for uh, a new release to come out. And this had um, the guy who played Kylo Ren... Okay. I had the guy who played Zod from uh, the the latest Superman films. Yeah. And it also had Kirsten Dunst in it. All right. Bloody hell, she's still she's still doing films. Yeah, yeah. And I can't tell you anything about it uh, because it's one of those that you watch and it's like, what the hell is going on? But it's interesting. And it was one of those we actually got to the end and we're like, I'm not 100 percent what just happened, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. Question mark? Yeah, so it's going to be one of those kind of like, uh, you know, like Donnie Darko, that kind of thing, where you watch it, you enjoy it, and it's like, right, I need to, I, I need to go to the internet and see what other people think just uh, happened. Right. Yeah, I like those kind of films. Yeah, so it, it's not bad if you can get your hands on it. It's it's um, it's fairly new, um, it, definitely this year. I'll just type it into Google, it's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Midnight Special, uh, not bad at all. And I'd Fair be interested enough. to see what you perceive happened in the film. Okay, sure. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll see if I can get my hands on it. And if it needs to be, we'll discuss it in the next episode. Okay, cool. Uh, TV-wise, I've uh, I finished Limitless. Um, that was quite good. That was getting really good towards the end. And yeah. I've just found out that season two's no longer a thing. It's been binned. Fantastic. Which is annoying because I was enjoying it. When you invest time into it and you enjoy it and then it's like no we, no no we're not, we're not going to keep going with it yeah Fucking why yeah just yeah. give it some time netflix will pick it up i yeah i kind of hope so because it, it was very much like chuck just that easy going you could watch you know 45 minutes stuff happens you, you could pop out and grab a drink and then come back and you've not really missed that much if you know what i mean yeah it, it's just the case of the week uh that they get through so that's yeah uh, really good that's been cancelled because that was good Mr. Robot that's that's coming into itself um, that suffered right. from the you know the early season lull 
Yeah, you weren't too keen on the first... Was it the first couple episodes, I think yeah, it was? Yeah, first two or three. It was... Um, they, they could have pretty much been one episode, and I still reckon that's a thing now. Now stuff started happening. Uh, it's quite right. interesting. And I think there's only another three, four episodes left before okay. the end of season. But that's now gone to somewhere in uh, quite an interesting place. And I'm interested to see how that pans out. I have still to watch this as of yet. Ooh, I'd watch it. It's um, it's very Moorish. It's um, it appeals to the geeky me, right? Okay. Because they are. I mean, I I, I use multiple operating systems. I, I write quite a lot of code, and seeing some of the stuff that these people are typing is they've got, they've clearly got consultants in telling them what to type, right? Okay. Because uh, every command they write is a genuine command. Okay. Uh, You've actually paused it, haven't you, to go through? No, well, no, I haven't done that, but basically I'll, I'll be watching it, and it's weird. It's almost like they're putting up subtitles. Um, so basically they'll be, they'll be writing lines of code to do stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was the last episode. I actually paused it and went, oh, I said, oh, my God, what he's just done is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, because she wasn't getting that because she, she wasn't understanding what right, he was actually okay. typing. So I, I was explaining what he'd actually done. And it, it actually adds a lot to the story, if you understand code. Well, that's kind of cool, and that, that little bit extra for people that understand. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's quite good. Um, so, yeah. I think a couple episodes left. Uh, did you know that Telltale have done a mobile game? Yeah, well, I looked at that, and it's kind of weird. It's, you, if it's I like a text messagey thing, isn't it? Yeah, so it happens over a week, kind of like that... Um, Lifeline. Lifeline, yeah. Yes. So it's like Lifeline. It happens over a week, and apparently you've got the phone of uh, Mr. Robot's sister. Right, okay. Um, and it's that. So I'm intrigued by it, but at the price point, I think it's about three or four quid. Mm-hmm. Something that's only ever going to last a week. I thought, hmm, not sure. Right, okay. So um, let's see. I watched on Amazon, they do, you know, like they do a pilot series, so they'll just do one episode. Of, yeah. of a particular episode and depending on the feedback they get then whether they commission that for a full season mm-hmm. I watched the first episode of The Tick I'd seen something about this um, I genuinely loved it yeah yeah I think it's going to be fun I kind of hope it becomes a thing because I really enjoyed it it was um, only 23 minutes for an episode but there was enough that happened that made me think yeah I want to see more of this very laugh out loud um Ish. There were some laugh out loud moments, yeah. The the tick is just a very I can't think of the name. It's just been the tick, should we say. Um, right, okay. Uh really enjoyed it. I mean I, I think my only my only exposure to the tick previously was probably some T V episodes, um some cartoons. Uh, I saw the cartoons back in the day. Yeah. So this is yeah, it's good. It's good. I like it. Cool. We're currently powering through season two of Legends, uh, which is uh Sean Bean. All oh, right. Okay. This is where he, it, when he goes deep in cover or deep under cover, he, he classes us as legends. So they're basically personas. Mm. Um, and the first season was a bit weird. He was basically nipping in and out of different personas to do, you know, like the case of the week. Right. Okay. Um, where season two, it's gone a bit weird because he's kind of lost his memory, but he's he, he can't distinguish between the personas. Sure. Okay. So it's it's all right. It's it's not the best thing I've watched. But the fact that all right. Sean Bean's got past a first season and not died yet. Y- My yeah. God. So <laughs> perfect segue. Um, I've oh, now okay. got to the end of Wasted. That's uh, six six episodes. Mm. Uh, well, I think it's the end. It's British TV, so it's probably only six episodes. Yeah. Now, one thing I forgot to mention last time is uh, one of the main guys in this, uh, a guy called Morpheus. His um his subconscious is Sean Bean. What? His subconscious is Sean Bean from Game of Thrones in character. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, whenever he's got a situation, he will go to the, to a campfire in his head and he will sit and talk it through with Sean Bean. Fantastic. Um, uh, but uh, again, there was there was a, a little thing in there where he actually got to the end of season one and he said, and, and the, that exact conversation happened. He says, well, says I'm Sean Bean. I never get through past season one <laughs> and, and then they had to do something to rectify that so i kind of hope there's more of that because it was genuinely laugh out loud funny right okay but yeah yeah really enjoyed that that's good that they've they've made a, a nod to it but yeah 
Yeah, Put yeah. Sean Bean dies in everything. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, these things are only half an hour apiece, and you can probably still catch them on Catch Up. I think it was ITV Catch Up service I was using. All right, okay. But the last episode's probably still on there now. Okay. So, Terry, tell me all about your thoughts on Commando. What a cheesy, cheesy, cheese on toast with extra cheese. <laughs> How cheesy is this film? Oh, it's so good. It's when you was talking about uh, the Last Dragon, yeah, and you was saying, "Is this a spoof on eighties films?" Yeah, this is what Commando is. I'm pretty sure it is. This is like the cleverest bloody eighties film of all time because it's so eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It recognizes all the eighties tropes, and it's like, right, this is actually like a spoof of eighties films. It's got to be because mm. of the amount of puns that. His name was John Matrix. Yeah. It's the most 80s name, like, action <laughs> film name ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what a ridiculously fun film. Yeah. I mean, uh, stuff like, um, it's like with the Porsche, it, it slid down the road <laughs> on its side, and he pushed it over, and the next thing you see it driving off all polished. <laughs> yeah, it's just absolutely destroyed, but nice and shiny as the drive away. Yeah. You know, some of the, some of the lines, obviously the obligatory, I'll be back. Yeah. You know, of course, you're not going to get that. Uh, just the the conversation with Silly. Oh, you're the funny guy, Silly. That's why I'm going to kill you last. And then, do you remember when I said I was going to kill you last? I lied. And yeah. then just drops him off a cliff. Yeah, like, just... Oh, what happened, Silly? I let him go. <laughs> <laughs> let off some steam, Bennett. Uh, just <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. But what a fun film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised I've not seen this sooner, out of all honesty. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite shocked you haven't seen it. Uh, but I'm glad that I've seen it now, because this is kind of one of those films where it's like, I just need to slap some silly on. F- fuck it, let's put Commando on. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, i uh, just trying to think if there's anything in particular. I, I, <laughs> Dog, my friend, he's dead tired. <laughs> yeah, like, just elbows him in the face, snap, uh, snaps his friggin' neck. And then he gets off by climbing through the bloody wheel of a plane and then jumping into a big marsh pit at the end. Yeah, yeah, because that's that, the thing. Yeah. You know, he drops maybe like 40 feet, 40, 50 feet and survives. I particularly like that bit. So when I was re-watching it, um, so he goes all the way to where the wheel is and you've got mm. this big zip that goes round where it needs to be and he just sticks his fingers in and drags it down. It's like, no, yeah. just under the zip <laughs> like everybody else. But that's not 80s enough. <laughs> Uh, you know, just the ridiculous thing in the shopping mall. Uh, you know, he just <laughs> he finds uh, he finds Sully, just throws the telephone booth over his shoulders. Yeah, just like fireman carrying, chucks it over, and then at one point he does a Tarzan swing yeah, onto yeah. the top of on some balloons. Yeah, what a fantastic film! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Glad you like it. It's on par with because uh, like one of the more eighties films I'd seen him in was uh, Running Man. Sure, okay. Running Man is really 80s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this could have topped it. I mean, the scene where he gets the bloody mansion and there's like a hundred people and they can't hit him for shit. <laughs> yeah. He's built like the fucking broadside of a mountain and you can't hit him for no love no money. Yeah. And it's just one of these where it's just like he just aims his gun back and forth and manages to like kill everyone. Yeah. Like even if they're high up, he's, he's not breaking that aim. He's not aiming up. He doesn't have to. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. But everyone dies. But uh, it's good. Um, Alyssa Milano is the girl yeah. in it. Yeah. I, I saw a name come up. I'm like, no way. Yeah. And I went to check and it's like, oh, shit, that was actually proper Alyssa Milano. Yeah, yeah. She's like in her 40s now. It's not wrong with that. Oh, no, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But... Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I, I really enjoyed that film. Oh, good. good. Man, that film was so good. So uh, let's let's compare with, uh, as suggested, the next film is The Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. And let's see which one wins in an 80s fight. Ooh, right, okay. Because this is interesting. This is very interesting. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, it, as I said, I, I don't want to give you anything for the plot point, but there were just stuff that happened. And I was like, watching it, I'm like, are they taking the piss? Or was this genuinely an 80s serious movie? Mm-hmm. But we'll discuss in two weeks. Right, okay, sure. 
Cool. Okay, well, that's what we've been watching. Let's discuss what we've read. Checkpoint. So, Terry, tell me, I know you've been gaming quite a lot. Have you been reading anything? Not really. And I know this is not good podcast material, but I've been so enthralled with uh, the world of Deus Ex. Mm. I've not really had a chance to listen to anything, uh, or should I say read anything. Um, although the uh, Day One edition that you got me yeah. comes with uh, some comic books and like a digital, like a prequel book. Oh, interesting. Uh, so I will probably give those a read at some point because more Deus Ex is, is welcome. I need more in my life. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that that will probably be something for the next episode at least. Fantastic. Because I've been working from home, I've not been able to listen to audiobooks. Well, I could have listened to audiobooks, but I've had... Uh, time to game, but can't listen to audiobooks. Yep. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So I haven't actually listened to anything. I've listened to my normal podcasts, and I've been listening to um, Armada uh, for a third run, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it's all right for just background noise. Um, I'm surprised you don't go to Ready Player One. I've done Ready Player One now about four or five times. I mean... Which isn't a bad thing. No. But I just... I thought I'd go through Armada again. Sure. Um, so that, that's kind of been on in the background while I've been working. Mm. I have actually picked up something, though. Um, something that I will be reading shortly. And okay. this kind of goes... It, it's similar to uh, what we've been listening to audiobook-wise. So I discovered yesterday that the Harry Dresden uh, books, the audiobooks, they mm. also do those in comic book form. I was going to set this as uh, as a task for the reading corner. That sounds good. The problem was was that if it follows so closely to the books, and I've only like listened to the first one, I can only read so far into it. So yeah, so uh, this is my only slight concern is the Stormfront from a book point of view, or I should say from audio book point of view, it's about ten hours. Yeah. Um, Stormfront in comic book form is four comics. Uh, with about 25 pages each. Yes. That's going to be cut down. I'm I'm unsure what we're going to get out of it. Yeah. So I I, I bought the the Stormfront edition. So it's, it's both a book that we've read. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I should say listened to. Um, so I've been intrigued. I'll tell you what. Why don't we set that for the reading corner for the next episode? Let's. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. We'll set that for the next episode of the reading corner because it will be interesting to have a discussion as to kind of what they've hacked out of it to, to kind of make it work yeah yeah in a far issue run because they must have chopped a hell of a lot out of it to make that fit so yeah well i was i was having a quick flick through and the, the there was what three four pages all regarding the um um without being spoilery uh scorpion in the lift right okay so that's that's twenty five percent of one comic. He's just that scorpion Jeez. bit. So I'm just thinking, wow, there's 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 a whole lot they're gonna have to miss out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's gonna be interesting to have a discussion about that then. Okay. So Terry, let's go to the reading corner. Uh, we read Spectrum. We did indeed. Uh, I absolutely loved it. There's not much to it at the minute, but I like that they're setting this up. So I think it was very different to what I expected. I was expecting um, a lot of character building. I was expecting a lot of um, the guys on the ship, and mm. you know, maybe they get a distress signal or something like that. They, they've just gone the whole hog and just built this world. Yeah, and I was like, oh wow, okay, I wasn't expecting this at all. They've they've gone to some length to, to actually flesh out everything. I mean, we've. Is it safe to say that we've not even seen Spectrum yet? Mm, yes, exactly. They only just allude to it at the last episode in the last, uh, in the last issue. But you know, it it has its slight funny moments. It's you know, it's got a couple jokes here and there. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of it is deadpan serious, which, considering it's coming off the back of Conman. Yeah, which is such a satirical, spoofy thing, uh, is quite amazing to see that they've actually made this like proper, real 
sci-fi comic book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's quite impressive. Like you said, they're, they're fleshing out a world. They've got alien races. Stuff is happening mm. and things. And uh, yeah, I, the only thing that gets me is the fact that there's only two issues so far. Yeah, so there was, if I remember rightly, there was um, there was issue zero, which was yep. a handout at one of the Comic-Cons, I think. That was, I believe, that was a free comic book day. Yeah. Comic. Okay. Um, and uh, then issue one is just thanks one, but uh, again, issue one is back from is it June, July? I think so. Yeah. So, I, I, I thought they were just going to leave it there with just the two issues because it had been a while since the last one was released. Mm. Uh, but they did mention, obviously, at the back, it's like, oh, look out for issue two. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but when's it coming? It's it's been like three months now. Yeah. But then again, well, I don't know. I'm 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 looking forward to it. If it, you know, obviously, if they continue making them, I can see myself keep going with it. But yeah, yeah. It's just a bit shitty that the frequency of them is not too consistent. But there again, I mean, um, you've got Alan who's doing the. Um, uh, the con man himself, he's now on, on with season two, so maybe the comics himself have taken a back seat. Definitely. I can, I can tell why, because, I mean, if there's more con man, uh, that makes me happy because that show was pretty brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, very clever. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, so if the comic book takes a back burner, then that's that's understandable. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to read more of this comic book. Yeah, it's going to be... So- I can kind of imagine what's going to happen. There's going to be some weird fourth wall breaking where you're going to have one of the members in uh, Conman actually reading the comic. And that's just going to be weird. I can see that. Or, yeah, it's something corny or silly is going to happen. Mm. But I don't know. Because I don't, I can't remember if Nolan North was in the show. Mm. In the show, you know what I mean? Oh, in the show, show. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I know he went on about like motion capture and he sat there in his fucking motion capture ball suit, but yeah, can't remember if he did anything for Spectrum in Conman. Um, so he could pop up at some point. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Nolan North in comic book form. Yeah, gets everywhere. Does that guy? Yeah, so good. So yeah, I I, I want to read more of it. I hope that they do continue to release them and it's not just like a, oh okay we put this thing to bed now. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so I like the art style of it. Yeah, yeah. I really like the art style of it. So, uh, yeah, so Spectrum was uh, was pretty cool. Cool. So as as agreed, so for the next one, we're going to take down uh, the four issue, or should I say the four comic version of Stormfront. Mm-hmm. Now, I did, I did notice actually there's a version one and a version two. Interesting. So I've I bought version two. Um, but it'd be interesting to get version one as well and see if there is any difference. Uh, but right, both okay. seem to be four comics, so... Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll have to have a look. But, hmm. yeah, I, I I had a random thing the other night. Uh, I don't know if it was... No, it'll have been um, Friday night, I think it was. Because I just sent you a random text just saying, Toot Toot! It was bloody Toot Toot! <laughs> you did. That was really random. Yeah, because like, I think a couple of episodes back we were trying to remember the name of the little pixie that uh, Harry Dresden goes to meet, and I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> and then I was watching Impractical Jokers, and um, Sal had a t-shirt on with Tutu on it. I went, oh, shit, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Tutu, yeah. I need to I need to listen to uh, the next book. I, just a really quick one before we, we move on. Mm. I always find that it's a struggle to listen to audiobooks when I'm at home. Yeah, yeah. This is more of an outside thing. Yes. I know that sounds really weird, but uh, like you were saying earlier, you know, not listening to anything at home. I don't know if you have this where I could probably listen to an audiobook at home for about 10 minutes and just then think, ah, oh, I've gone to somewhere else. But when I'm like traveling or I'm at work or something like that, I could listen to you know a good couple of hours, at, you know, at a time. Mm, well, that's the same with me. I mean, I used to listen to most of my audiobooks while I was either at work doing something that was pretty mind-numbing. Um, mm-hmm. I could switch off, switch off, or at the gym, or out for a run, or something like that. Just basically background noise in my head, keeping it entertained while my body did something else. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, that's my normal go-to. But unfortunately, this last week, I haven't really done any exercise. Well, you can't do it during the T25. 
Um, you definitely cannot do it during T25. <laughs> no, but outrunning and stuff like that, um, yeah, it's very easy to do. It's just a bit of a random yeah. random aside, but uh, same with podcasts. I can't, I can't listen to those at home either. No, I, I'm, I'm the same. I, I've currently got a bit of a backlog, literally. Um, <laughs> uh, wasn't going to make a joke, but you went there. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> anyway, that's it for the reading corner. So let's talk about the New Year's challenges. Um, mm. We're flying through this year, Cherry. We're running out of time. Who? Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Cherry, Terry. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let me, hang on, let's start that it's again. It's close enough. No. So New Year's challenges. Um, Terry, we're running out of time. Um, it's September nearly. Some would say we're flying through this year. Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. So tell me, I mean, we, we had the driving testy thing, so we've got the next one booked. That's sorted. Um, uh, yeah, that's November. Uh, what, uh, what day is it? 18th. 18th, cool. Um, and Mass Effect, you've actually dipped back into that. Yep. So how long do you think you've got through Mass Effect? Do you think you're actually going to get this finished by the end of the year? I'm going to have to put some serious time into it because I uh, the last save I did... It said done about eight hours, okay. nine hours, okay. which I, I believe in Mass Effect terms is not a lot of time. It, it totally depends how you play. Um, so you could just power through the main story and probably have it done in 20 hours. Right, okay. Um, but if you if you go out exploring everywhere, then it'll take you a lot longer. Well, that's the thing, because I'm, I'm seeing that, oh, there's this these all these star systems that I can go to. Some of them have a description and you can't actually land on the planet, but some of them do. Yeah. I know that Pharos, where I'm on at the moment, I know that that was mentioned as like a mainline story thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, but knowing me, it'll be like, if I can land on a planet, I will go to it. Yeah, sure. And I will do what things and stuff and whatever I can do. So um, unless I was to mainline it, and can you go back in afterwards? And um, No, so once you've done, you've done. Um, right, okay. But you can do New Game Plus. Fair enough. So I could, I could always do that. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm getting through it slowly but surely. Okay, But cool. I do need to put more time into it. Cool, okay. Well, I suppose with Deus Ex out of the way, I mean, what's the next big game you've got on the horizon? Don't really know. There's, um, I was thinking about picking up Bioshock, but, or, you know, at least renting Bioshock. But then mm. again, I've already played through them. Yeah. Uh, the, the kind of the next main one, I believe, is um, The Last Guardian. Okay. Because I'm a big fan of, of of the games that that studio puts out with uh, Eco and certainly Shadow of the Colossus. And that's, if I remember rightly, that's end of October? I guess, I guess, unless you've got something else that you need to be getting on with. You do have pretty much two months to get through Mass Effect. Yeah, that sounds like an impressive amount of time that I could I, I could do that in. But yeah, I'm, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give that a go because, I mean, the main game's by the looks of it coming out from October onwards I did notice that uh, that Forza Horizon 3 is out next month yeah but I'm pretty casual when it comes to driving games so it's not like I'm urgent for it but it's kind of the only main one of note to come out next month so. to be honest I, with, the, with the Forza games I, I tend to like getting them a couple of months afterwards uh, because mm. that way the the friends scoreboard uh, is then built up yeah because uh, if you're the first one in then well well, you're just going to have an empty um, leaderboard. I always have an empty leaderboard because I'm... Billy. I'm yeah. just so lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, <laughs> I've got this week off. So okay. I, once, I've, once I've finished Killzone Mercs, I'm planning on jumping into Assassin's Creed 3 and getting that finished off. Because okay, sure. I seem to be in the mood for completing games at the moment, so... I must admit, I'm quite impressed the fact that Killzone has grabbed your attention so much that you're actually powering through it and want to see it to completion like a it's, like a big boy game instead of like a handheld game. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things. Um, I, I think because I spent quite a lot, well, like three days in bed, it was like, right, what can I play? Because I've only got the, the Xbox and the um, and the PlayStation TV in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So I like fired it up and thought, right, I need a proper game, but I can't be asked downloading anything. And I went, right, let, let's crack on with that one. And I thought it, it's just been on the backlog for so long. 
I mean, if you look at how long to beat, it only records is four to five hours. Right. Okay. I thought, right, let me just get it complete and done and then I can delete it. So yeah, yeah. So my plan for this week is to get that finished, get Assassin's Creed finished, get the DLC for Far Cry 4 done and get the DLC for Bioshock 2 done. Okay. Yeah, so. So yeah. You could probably start Infinite while you're at it. Um, I'm tempted. Uh, I'm very tempted. It's a good game. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no new Bioshock games on the horizon, so that is the latest Bioshock game. So I'm in then no rush, if that makes sense. No, I understand that, uh, yeah. Um, I like to be at the point where I can just play the, like the last game and then I'm good to go. So that's why I'm kind of trying to get through the old Assassin's Creed games. Right, okay. Um, so when the next one does eventually come out, then I'm like, oh, look, I'm ready for the next one. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so uh, yeah. apart from that, I've got the mud run on the 1st of October. Uh, fingers crossed everything is all healed and stuff and I should be able to fly around that. Um, I mean, if if you're not, then it's going to make Eurogamer very interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, to, to be honest, yesterday at that Sausage Fest was interesting. Six hours in a field. <laughs> like, I mean, you in a Sausage Fest, I mean, it goes hand in hand. <laughs> of course, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to be amended by the end of this week. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah, I can, well, hopefully. Yeah. Cool. Okay, well, that's it for this show. Um, I just uh, want to put a shout out to Stu, uh, Mr. Fury Ace or Fury Ace E3. Um, Stu, which way around is that? Um, he, his features <laughs> is in the Scottish Sun in the little articles that he did. Um, just a little write upon us. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for that. Yeah, thanks, Stu. Okay, so that's it for this show. If you want to send us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's at CheckpointDone, or one word. If you want to visit us on the website, it's CheckpointDone.com. Um, YouTube, again, just search for CheckpointDone, and you'll see the stuff that Terry's been putting on there, or you'll find those on the links on the forum, or, or even follow us on Twitter for that. Yeah. Um, finally, if you want to f- find our personal Twitters, I'm at D5120, and Terry is at Foxhounder01. Cool. Well, until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye.